Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening? Dear listener and friend, we set before you a choice. It's either life or death, obedience or disobedience, blessing or curse. You know, without a doubt, we would select life, obedience, and blessing. I mean, it's really a no-brainer when you think about it. Let's talk about this today as we discuss obeying the Lord, and let's look at the New Testament. First off, a thank you to our J-Webb and greetings to everyone. We're grateful for your presence today through our broadcast and hope that our studies together will be of help to you. God's Word is a book of obedience. You know, all throughout God's Word, we see the blessing and curse idea. Before we go to the New Testament, let's go back to the Old Testament and see this put forth. Listen to Deuteronomy 30, verses 15 through 19, that says, See, I have set before you today life and good, death and evil, in that I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in His ways, and to keep His commandments, His statutes, and His judgments, that you may live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land which you go to possess. But if your heart turns away so that you do not hear, and are drawn away and worship other gods and serve them, I announce to you today that you shall surely perish. You shall not prolong your days in the land which you cross over the Jordan to go in and possess. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life, that both you and your descendants may live. Now these words from the Lord through Moses unto the children of Israel, that this is the choice that you are to make. If you choose life, which is their best choice, then both you and your descendants may live. Today, dear friends, we still have that same choice. We can be obedient to the Lord, or we can be disobedient. And just as certain as God required the same in the days of the Old Testament, the same for us today through the teaching of the New Testament, the covenant of which we walk under. Let's look at the New Testament today and see the necessity and the power of obedience as we continue the thoughts of obeying the Lord. But first, let's pause and hear our J-Webb with some great study material from our friends at HouseToHouse.com. We at International Gospel Hour appreciate our co-laborers at HouseToHouse.com, an outstanding website with topic research, free materials, and an excellent media section. Check it out today at HouseToHouse.com. That's HouseToHouse.com. The New Testament is a testament of obedience. The new covenant of which God planned and God through Christ brought forth. When we look at the gospel accounts of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the best summary is in John 20, verses 30 and 31, that we're reminded that Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which were not written in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through his name. 
So through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, we have the gospel, the good news, the life of Christ. And in turn, at the end of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the giving of the Great Commission, and how we are to move forward with those teachings in our lives, we come to the book of Acts, the Acts of the Apostles. And as we look at the book of Acts, it is a book full of obedience unto Christ. For in Acts 2 and verse 38, the Bible tells us how that on the day of Pentecost, when they heard the preaching of Christ, that they were commanded to repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Christ, for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. In verse 41, they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about three thousand souls. In Acts 8 and verse 4, they that were scattered abroad went everywhere preaching the word. So the New Testament book of Acts is a book full of obedience. Even before the council, Peter and the other apostles answered and said unto them, We ought to obey God rather than men, Acts 5 and verse 29. You command us not to speak in the name of Christ, but we are going to obey God rather than men. We see a great confidence in obedience. We go to the book of Romans when Paul told them in Romans 6 and verses 17 and 18, But God bethink that you were the servants of sin, but you have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. Being then made free from sin, you became the servants of righteousness. You see here from the book of Romans, you were made free from sin. You are the servants of righteousness, a book of obedience. We go to the book of 1 Corinthians, and that is a book that had its myriad of problems. We see division in the first part and how Paul rebuked them. We also find how one man had his father's wife, and it was fornication that was well known throughout the church. Paul said this cannot be. He dealt with their challenges within marriage in 1 Corinthians chapter 7. But in 1 Corinthians 15, 1 and 2, he says this unto the church. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also you have received, and wherein you stand, by which also you are saved, if you keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. You see, once again, here is a book from the New Testament, a book of obedience. To the brethren, again, in the church of Corinth, in 2 Corinthians 5.17, he reminds them, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature, a new creation. Old things are passed away, behold, all things are become new. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. He reminds them of the obedience and of being in Christ Jesus. How, going back to the book of Romans, they were baptized into Christ, Romans 6, 4, and 5. They are new creations. We go to the book of Galatians, chapter 1, verses 6 through 9. Very early in the book, Paul is rebuking these brethren scattered throughout the region of Galatia. When he says, I marvel, or I am amazed, that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another. But there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that you have received, let him be accursed. 
we are reminded of the one gospel of Jesus Christ of which we are to obey, and of which we are to continue in our obedience. That would take us back to 1 Corinthians 15, 1 and 2. This rebuke that Paul gave to the Christians throughout Galatia should stand as a reminder of obedience to the one gospel and not to respond to another gospel. We now go to the book of Ephesians as we continue looking through the New Testament as a testament of obedience, a covenant of which we are in agreement with God as we are obedient to His Word. In Ephesians 1 and verse 7, in whom, that's speaking of Christ, we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace. We have forgiveness, we have redemption. In Ephesians 1 and verse 18, the Bible says, The eyes of your understanding being enlightened so that you may know what is the hope of His calling and what is the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints. Your eyes of your understanding being enlightened. He is saying you continue in that hope. You continue in that calling. You understand the obedience unto Christ. We go to the book of Philippians, chapter 2, verses 12 and 13. I think of Philippians as the model church. I love to preach the book of Philippians when I would go to a new work and begin as their preacher. I always wanted to spend time in the book of Philippians because it strengthens a congregation in its service unto the Lord. Wherefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which works in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Now, he was not telling them to be saved by their works, but he was encouraging them to continue in their salvation with fear and trembling, with the respect, and allow God to work in their lives. We go to the book of Colossians as we continue to see the New Testament as a testament of obedience. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. You note how the word of Christ was to dwell in them richly as they were obedient to the gospel. They were translated into the kingdom of His dear Son, Colossians 1, 13 and 14. And whatever they would do, in word or in deed, they would do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Dear friends, this is just the beginning of our study of obeying the Lord in the New Testament. We'll pause and let's talk about obeying the Lord through a study of His will and our home Bible study that many individuals request. We'd like to offer it to you, and we'll be back to wrap up the broadcast. Here's our Jay Webb. Your friends at the International Gospel Hour are offering absolutely free a Bible study course by mail. You may study in the privacy of your own home at your own pace. Feel free to give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and please leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type 
Home Study in the message box. We'll send it right away. Thank you for your interest in the things of God. And now, back to Jeff. Dear friends, from the book of Matthew through the book of Colossians, we see the beauty of obeying the Lord, how the New Testament is a testament of obedience. And we'll pick up next time with 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 and conclude our thoughts of obeying the Lord. Thanks for joining me today for the International Gospel Hour broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie, and dear friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. God be with you.